Episode 78 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by your number one place for Italian food products in Canada and delivered straight to your door. It's berkichi.ca. Not berkiki, not bershishi, berkichi. Follow me, berkichi.ca. Check out the link wherever you listen to this podcast and enjoy your experience at Canada's number one Italian food store. This is the Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Set to go with episode 78. It's Freeway Frank, Thursday edition. Hope you're doing all right. I thought I'd start off with this topic because I'm not sure if, and by the way, I'm not in any kind of trouble. It's not like this husband is in any kind of trouble, but I'm sure husbands, significant others, get in trouble for this kind of stuff. I don't because my wife's pretty open-minded and cool. However, she does roll her eyes at me every now and then. So, you know the search, there's a search like a magnifying glass search icon on Instagram. Now, apparently that goes with algorithms and it works with what you're looking at so they establish basically what you're about they can tell based on your searches what you're gonna like so that says a lot about you now one of the things (laughs) one of the topics i was gonna do and i threw it at my wife you know i sometimes do that i go i'm gonna talk about this and she's like no that stuff comes up on your feed frank because instagram thinks you're a pervert this is what my wife said to me I was like, excuse me? (laughs) What do you mean Instagram thinks I'm a pervert? She goes, well, go look at your search. Okay, so here's what's coming up on my search. There's there's a vehicle, what looks like to be, maybe it's in Vancouver, that is obviously, it stopped, but it's rolling down a hill because of the ice. And then it stops again, and it keeps going. And it stops again, and it keeps going. Then there's... um, some Hanukkah candles on what seems to be a block of ice. Okay, that's from weeks ago. It's there. Then there's a very attractive woman wearing big glasses with her boobs sticking out. Then there's an image of a woman with her boobs sticking out. In other words, it's not a real woman, but it's like an AI type thing. Then there's uh, an older, more mature woman with a nice purse and her boobs sticking out. Then there's a guy in China, basically, you know, the playing cards that you get 52 cards in a deck he's cutting up the cards basically there's there's a square of the 52 cards and he's cutting it up that could be because i like poker (laughs) the women with their boobs sticking out doesn't mean that necessarily i like women with their boobs sticking out jordan peterson more jordan peterson another woman with big boobs a woman with big boobs and a dog see now that could be because i love dogs and then another woman with her boobs sticking out. Uh, my wife might be onto something here. And Andrew Tate, Romanian case update. 30 passive income ideas. <laughs> More women with their boobs sticking out. A woman in the water trying to hit a golf ball that's still on the fairway or on the fringe of the fairway. A plane landing and having a hard time landing because of crosswinds. Another woman with her boobs sticking out. My, my wife might be on to something here. So, but wait a minute. It's not like I'm always checking, always checking pictures of women with their boobs sticking out. I'm not. But I guess it remembers, 
right? So I am following some women, for example, maybe, I don't know, popular porn stars at one time. I think I followed two or three women that used to be porn stars that are no longer porn stars, but maybe because of that algorithm, that shows up. There's a couple of women here in Quebec that I follow that I wanted to get on the podcast. They've had an interesting story, maybe because they have their boobs sticking out a lot. I don't know. Either that or I am an Instagram perf, according to my wife. But there are other things showing up here too. Poker, Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, and golf, and women's with their boobs sticking out. Okay, Steph might be right. So my point is this. If you want to grab, you should never do that, but if you want to grab your significant other's phone right now and do this with me, all guys are like, what are you doing, Frank? No, no, there's nothing to hide. And go on his search magnifying glass icon and click on it and... It, it, you basically you you'll be able to build what your your significant other is all about. See, my my wife says, pick up mine, look at mine. It's all Louis Vuitton purses and whatever she likes, right? But there's no guys with their cojones sticking out or anything like that. There's no muscular man. There's not none of that stuff. So obviously, my wife is looking at other things, and apparently, I'm looking at exactly what my wife thinks I'm looking at. But look, it's hard not to see these pictures on Instagram. They come up on my feed. I think they've built a character of me, right? Instagram has, based on, as I said, a couple of people I follow, things I've liked in the past. That's what they do. Oh, well, here, look. Here's Harry, Prince Harry. And then there's uh, drums. This makes uh, lots of comedians. And see, like, as I go down, fewer women with their boobs sticking out. So it's not all that. But Instagram is trying to get me in trouble. But anyway, if you go on your own, don't pick up your significant other's other's phone because that's not right, and that's going to start a fight. Pick up your own phone. Go to Instagram. Click on the magnifying glass. It's the second icon from your left where the home icon is at the bottom of of your screen on your smartphone. And then uh, click that, and that'll say we'll paint the picture of who you are. All right? And if you don't like who you are, Start liking other things and, and stop liking things that paint the picture of you, of someone that you're not. How's that? But originally, my topic was supposed to be, I go up to my wife, and it became this topic because I'm an Instagram pervert, of course. Um, but the original thing was, Steph, what is it with all these women in their Lulu pants, Lululemon pants, and their tight workout pants, always showing their asses off on Instagram. And I'm not talking about, you know, if the woman has an OnlyFans, if a woman is a porn star, if a woman is a sex worker, then you expect it. I'm talking about regular women. I'm talking about women that I see clearly, clearly, are nurses, professionals, paralegals, lawyers sometimes. And they're always, I know you should be very proud of your body and you should be proud of who you are and showcasing that and all that. There's got to be an element of class though, no? Some class. You know, you're, you're wearing a beautiful dress, you're going out on the town, and you're showing some cleavage, that's okay. But when your phone, your smartphone, is completely focused on the ass or completely focused on the boobs, and that's not what you do for a living, but you're just showing that. And, like, there's this one girl that I follow. She's got to have more to her than her ass. Apparently, she doesn't. But I look at her. She has a beautiful, gorgeous face. Beautiful face. But all she posts are pictures of her ass. She doesn't focus on on her face. She focuses on her backside. Frank, are you not following what's going on here? Yes, I guess she's trying to promote that. That's how she gets her followers. That's how she get. I get it. That's how she she gets her popularity. But all I'm saying is, 
I, I find it, it's this, and I'm not even on TikTok, but I still see TikTok videos on Instagram, and I just find it's this trend that's almost like out of control. It gets to the point where there's nothing, there's no mystery left anymore, right? It's the jogging pants, the focus in on the ass. It's the boobs focused in on the, like the boobs. It's not cleavage anymore. They're like just completely hanging out pretty much without the nipple. I find like there's a lot, there's too much. And a lot of guys are probably wondering, Frank, seriously, you're complaining about this? I'm not complaining. All I'm saying is there's gotta be more to the person. I see a lot of these women who do have beautiful backsides, who do have beautiful breasts, who also have a gorgeous face, and then they start speaking and they're actually smart and have, I say actually because there's more to them. Why not one day give an opinion on something and then the next day maybe show your ass and then the next day say something else that's happening or share something else that's happening in the world and then show another body part instead of it being completely focused in them being completely focused in on on just their best attributes wow what's wrong with me well what's wrong with me is i just look i'm, I'm scrolling down now and again it's 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 this trend it's the trend on on TikTok, and then they share the videos on instagram and it's like oh it's me and they put both their 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 hands up to their face like oh it's me and then they jump in front of the camera and then you see their 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 buttocks jiggle jiggle up and down the breasts jiggle on the other side and this is like this is something to be proud of i guess i guess back in the day i wouldn't be complaining if i was in my 20s or teens in my bedroom growing up going to high school and this is what i was seeing every day i would never come out i never would have graduated so maybe it's a good thing that it's trending now and it wasn't trending so many years ago we wouldn't have made it out of the bunker Zero chance, zero chance of progressing as a human with all these things I see on Instagram. Don't want to leave my house now. Episode 78 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Berkici.ca, the best of Italy, straight to your home. You could order the finest in Italian products online from anywhere in Canada. Here in Quebec, where I do the podcast, you could visit the store on Boulevard Couture, of course, in St. Leonard, or... For real Italian products, you don't even have to go in. Just go to the website, berkici.ca, order now, click on it. You name it, they have it. All Italian products directly from Italy. It's berkici.ca or check out the link anywhere you listen to this podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, anywhere. It's there. Click on it. And next thing you know, you're ordering all your favorite stuff and it's delivered straight to your home. Now, I wanted to touch upon this because it's a big story here in Montreal. It's a big sports story, and then it's not necessarily just a sports story. Sandro Grande, a coach with Montreal, a former coach, didn't last very long with Montreal, a former player with the Montreal Impact. He was a coach for just a few hours before they hired him and then fired him. I had to read it twice. They fired him now, so they let him go that quickly. You remember about a decade ago, whether you remember the story or not, I'm going to remind you, what ended up happening is Sandro Grande made a comment 10 years ago on election night. He tweeted something along the lines of, if you remember the Quebec premier at the time was Pauline Marois, and there was an assassination attempt on her life that night. He tweeted something along the lines, I don't want to misquote, but this is just off the top of my head, something along the lines of, the only mistake the terrorist made was missing. 
basically what he was trying to say is not killing her. Obviously, inappropriate comments. Obviously, comments I'm sure he regrets or immediately regretted saying. He's apologized for, and we've moved on. So now the current leader, Plamondon, is the current leader of the Parti Québécois, attacked CF Montreal, the organization, for hiring Sandro, and about half an hour later, he was fired. That easily hired and let go. I'm disappointed here on, on a few aspects of this story. Number one, an organization like CF Montreal, this is an MLS soccer team, needs to better prepare for moments like this. This is something, first of all, that happened 10 years ago. And I'm sure he's sorry for those comments. He's apologized for those comments. We've moved on. People make mistakes. We all say things we regret. People have said things in the past. I'm sure you're one of them that has regretted certain somebody listening right now has regretted saying something. Even if it was something they said to somebody only one-on-one, something they said to their employer, wherever they were, a stranger, maybe something they tweeted. People make mistakes. Is he going to have to live with this forever now? Well, apparently, yes, because of the pressure received by the Parti Québécois, so many French followers of the team, francophone followers of the team, who gave the uh, CF Montreal no other choice but to terminate Sandro Grande as quickly as they hired him. But my issue here is an organization like CF Montreal has to be better. They have to do better. There's a lot of people. This is not just one person. They, they have a group of professionals, people who you would think know what they're doing, and therefore what, they would have thought of something like this. So the right thing to have done would have been to have a press conference, say we're hiring him. We understand that he had made controversial comments 10 years ago, but he's if you want to use the word rehabilitated, I don't think he needed rehabilitation, in my opinion. I think he said what he said, and he regretted it. And they're not comments I personally would ever make. And if I did make comments like that, spur of the moment, I would definitely regret those comments and apologize myself. I don't apologize for anything, but there are certain things, like sometimes when people wish death on the Prime Minister of Canada, I see it everywhere on social media. I can't agree with that because I don't want somebody, because I disagree or don't like somebody, I don't want them dead because I have compassion for other people. Now, I'm not saying Sandro doesn't have compassion. I, I said, and I admitted, spur of the moment, you're tweeting, you're not thinking, especially 10 years ago when people really weren't thinking when they were tweeting. It's like, who's going to see this? Or a couple of people, a couple of my friends, ha <laughs> pretty funny, right? Uh, no, not funny because then it lives with you for the next decade. CF Montreal made two mistakes here. Number one mistake was why hire the guy in the first place knowing what happened if the team is going to get backlash. Hopefully no one says anything and if people's memories are still really good, we'll just get rid of them. No problem. This man has a family. This man has kids. From what I hear, he's a good guy. He's a good person. This is from people I know who know him. It's tough. It's tough for people, especially young kids. To have to deal with that at school. My dad was hired. Oh, my dad was fired. Because apparently he's whatever. Racist. Whatever you want to call him. So these are my issues. Number one, have a press conference. Do the right thing. Say he's rehabilitated. He made some mistakes. Have him speak. 
have him reiterate, apologize and say, hey, I'm sorry. That was 10 years ago. I've moved on. I'm a different person. I'm a better person. This guy teaches kids how to play soccer. He has a very good reputation. He's had moments in his career where things didn't go right, and I'm sure he regrets things that have happened, but we've moved on from. But then I read, you know, I see the Montreal Gazette. They, they put a picture of him choking another one of his yellow where, when they were both players and Sandro was choking him, his own player. Okay, so that's the image. So, see, this is where the media, I know because I've worked for the media for many years, see it more now than ever how the media does a disservice to the people that they tell the stories about. Sandro in this case where they don't let it go. It's like they're just reminding you this is what this is who he is choking his teammate and reminding you this is who he is this is what he said about the then premier of Quebec and they won't let it go. So knowing that an organization like CF Montreal they they have an obligation that when they're hiring people to do damage control and make sure that everything is in the clear. Yeah, this has happened. But uh, we've moved on from that. It's the same thing like when the Montreal Canadiens drafted a, a player who knowingly had some issues with women or there were allegations of assaulting women, whatever the case is, and they, didn't, they, they, they made mistakes on how they handled that. But let's say that player one day ends up playing. They're going to have to have a press conference and talk about it as they're making everybody aware that they've They've uh, signed this player, whatever the case is, that we don't accept this behavior, but this player has been rehabilitated and we we move on. That's what a good organization does. So I'm very surprised at, at CF Montreal blowing that part. Although, you know, their president came out right away and said, hey, it's on me and I made a big mistake. But But again, you made a big mistake and caused even more heartache for a guy who's trying to move on, in this case, Sandro, who just wants to live his life, wants to have his career, wants to move on. He'll never be able to move on now. It's clear. What they did was hire him and fire him. By doing that, even more damage. Even more. And then some people might say, well, you know what? He did it to himself. Those are the consequences of big mistakes like that. No, because we're all human. We're all imperfect. Whether you're Christian or not, whether you believe in any of that stuff, I don't really, but God supposedly forgives. Jesus loves you. Remember all that stuff? So people need to move on. People need to get a second chance. Everybody deserves a second chance. And CF Montreal, they, they, they blew it for their organization and they blew it for Sandro for, for the way they've handled it. And they admitted that. Heartbreaking on many levels. Because you look at it and you go, okay, there's a whole bunch of, the team doesn't look good for the way they handled it. Sandra looks terrible. His poor family, and, and, and he has to deal with that, and it's embarrassing, and, and it's like he thought he moved on from this from 10 years ago. And, and then there's, you know, then there's the, the, the people that legitimately are hurt by those comments, and those, those comments still ring in their ears, and they're offended. If he was like that 10 years ago, he's like that now. No. You murdered someone 20 or 30 years ago, there's a DNA match, somehow they prove it. Yeah, you need to pay for that, even though 20, 30 years has passed. But she said, he said, you know, stuff that comes up, well, 35 years ago in college, this is what happened, and now this stuff comes up 
all of a sudden in an election year or this stuff comes up all of a sudden when somebody's being nominated to the Supreme Court as a judge or whatever and then now they're going to hold it against you this is what ca cancel culture does so well and that's just press the button and they're gone in some instances people have been given the second chance or they've been given you know the benefit of the doubt and they get to move on but some places are more woke than others and when it comes to sports organizations, I, I say it all the time, especially in today's world, they're more woke than ever. If they could find anything on you, and I mean anything, and you had a chance of being hired or playing for the team or hired for the team's front office, whatever the case, they're going to get you. And they're going to get you for things you did and apologized for 10, 15 years ago. And that's where I feel bad for Sandro. I really do. Because I don't think that 10, 11 years after the fact, he's the same person. And he's moved on, everyone's moved on. And now how long, how much longer is he gonna, well, uh, well, obviously we know, much longer. This never goes away. It never goes away. We've all made mistakes and said things we wish we could take back. Unfortunately, sometimes those things are engraved, you know, through the walls of time. And they never go away. Someone's still going to read it. Somebody's still going to see it. Somebody's still going to remember it. And people will have a hard time letting you move on or them moving on from that. And therefore letting you move on to the next step. So what? Is he eternally doomed now? He's just not going to be able to do the things he wants to do because of that one mistake he apologized for many years ago? That to me is wrong in so many ways. The mishandling of this hiring and firing by the organization made it 20 times worth. Very disappointed to see that. Those are my thoughts, uh, the hiring and firing of Sandro Grande. Your thoughts, always welcome, at Freeway Frank, Instagram, Twitter. You could always DM me. Please five-star the show anytime on Spotify. Love that. Review or comment on Apple. This episode, number 78, Brought to you by Berkichi.ca for Italian products anywhere in Canada you're listening in from. Don't worry about it. Just go to their site, Berkichi.ca. You could buy the passes. You could buy the tomatoes, the olive oil, the cookies, the soft drinks direct from Italy, whatever it is you're looking for. They've got it. It's incredible. A huge store and even bigger online because you could get whatever you get in the store here in the Montreal area in Quebec anywhere online, coast-to-coast coast in Canada. Check out berkichi.ca, B-E-R-C-H-I-C-C-I.ca. And we'll catch you again next week for two more episodes of The Drive-By Podcast. I'm Freeway Frank. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Freeway Frank.